WVYC's Perspectives is a weekly look at the people and programs that make up the York College community. This program looks at the issues that impact our college environment. This week's host is Jeffrey Schiffman. Welcome to WVYC's Perspectives, and we are joined today by Dr. Kay McAdams. She is a history professor here at York College, but she is also the director of general education at the college as well. First of all, thank you for joining us. We appreciate you being here. Thank you. Let's talk about your trip to York, and not, not, not your trip in today, but <laughs> how, what brought you to York College? What attracted you to York College? Right. Um, I did my um, graduate work at Indiana University. Uh, my area was German history, uh, specifically 20th century German history. Um, and, you know, at the time, the, the history job market it wasn't as bleak as it is now, uh, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I hate to say that, but this job came open advertising exactly uh, a position in 20th century German history history. My husband happens to be a Spring Grove native. So that was that right. particular tie, uh, to be fair. Um, but I came, um, everybody talked about the students and how just nice our, the students were. I have found that to be absolutely the case. Uh, and so I was really very much excited about the kind of, not just the intellectual opportunities that were available for me as, a, as an academic, but also working with this population of students. And how long have you been here? Uh, I am in my 17th year. Okay, so you've been here for some time. You've seen, you've seen the evolution of I the college. I have, I have, I uh, have. And, and you mentioned your area expertise now, but you also have another title, which is Director of General mm-hmm. Education. Yeah. Uh, explain what that is, okay. I guess. Yeah. Um, it, it came out of what we're going to talk about, which is re- completely reconfiguring the way in which we are delivering general education at York College. But... Um, I had um, been in charge of a number of committees. The then Dean of Academic Affairs, Dominic Della Carpini, had asked me to uh, assist in looking at the way in which we were delivering general education, which is all of that stuff outside of the major, all those requirements outside of the major, uh, looking at whether or not they were best serving our students. So I, I, I chaired a number of committees, worked with the best people on campus, to be perfectly honest, in that entire process. Uh, And then eventually that was rolled over into this title, which is Director of General Education. So I oversee the the new general education system, which is called Generation Next and all of those requirements. And um, in terms of making sure we've got appropriate classes in them and making sure that our students are, are getting a quality educational experience outside of the major in the same way that they're getting it inside the major. We are, uh, and and this is definitely a process that's in transition. We have, mm-hmm. actually, we're kind of split uh, on oh, campus. Yes. Half of our yes. students are in the old system and mm-hmm. half are in the new, yes. which which we can talk about mm-hmm. that causing problems. I think it causes problems more for the faculty than it does mm-hmm. for the students. Mm-hmm. If you're, you know, if you're a sophomore, you understand what your your little yeah. silo is. But yeah. if you're but if you're talking to a junior, they're ta- they're in t- and and they mess them up. So I think for us, the faculty uh, and the, and those people that are advisors on campus, we. We have more tr- difficulty than yeah. anybody else. But talk about why you made that transition from what I guess would be the old ADR system mm-hmm. that somebody would uh, mm-hmm. to the new uh, generation next. Why was that transition necessary? Uh, that transition was necessary both uh, externally and internally. Um, the, the the landscape of higher education has changed dramatically in the past 20 years. Uh, and our the, the old, I will refer to it as the old, the old core ADR had been in place since the mid-90s. Um, 
and while and, and it reflected the way in which you had traditionally put together general education programs, which is six credits of that in this area, six credits of that in this area, and so on and so forth. Everybody needs everybody needs composition, everybody needs some math. All right. So and 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 that was worthwhile um, for for a while, I should say. <laughs> but then, right, when it really came down to thinking about higher education and what students needed less as a course in this and a course in that, but rather skills and abilities and rethinking general education as skills and abilities, especially as those are related to what employers themselves say that they are looking for, um, we needed to rethink how we were, in fact, enabling the development of those skills and abilities on the part of our students. And the general education program, the old one, was not terribly based upon that kind of philosophy. So we moved to a new philosophy in which we have identified seven college-wide student learning outcomes that regardless of major, every York College student will have some proficiency in. Um, And so we are trying, the philosophy of the system is that it's more than the major, that what's happening in general education is producing better majors as well. So we wanted, we didn't want general education to continue to be viewed as this thing which you just got out of the way and then moved on to the real learning that was happening in the major because, frankly, that's a waste. That's a waste of time. It's a waste of money. Um, That's a substantial um, number of credits that we're asking students to take. It also shortchanges the students. When you think like that, it also shortchanges the students because there are simply outcomes, uh, skills, and abilities that the major can't do on its own and and shouldn't have to do on its own. So it, it takes an entire curricular package. So that's why we made the changes. Are you, uh, did you spend time, you you mentioned employers. Did you actually spend time talking to people, maybe that are former students or, and and employers? You spent time talking, what what were they telling you that we needed to do? Yeah, yes, we did. Um, We consulted with, um, we consulted with a lot of employer surveys actually as well that were done nationally as well as locally. Uh, We did consult with alumni uh, about what they were seeing, especially five, 10 years out. That was, uh, that's a good cohort. Uh, And what they were, were telling us was that they were increasingly being, because of particularly given the climate, right? This is, you know, kind of mid 2000s, right? When we started this process. So uh, some of the economic challenges that we currently still face had, were beginning, right? At that particular moment. But what they were telling us was that they were increasingly being asked to do things that um, were beyond their major. And that, yes, they had major-based knowledge, but they need, they were being asked to take on additional tasks and responsibilities um, that they never envisioned themselves having to do X, Y, or Z. And so that they felt that we, we did, in fact, need to have a greater emphasis on a broader set of skills and abilities that, and also that those shouldn't just be major-specific, that because they were being asked to do different things in different contexts and for different audiences, they really did need a, a broader exposure to that. Are we seeing um, 
maybe a change in philosophy about education as a whole? Because I think, and and you probably yeah. hear it, especially, and, and I certainly hear yeah. it, when we talk to incoming students, mm-hmm. those the parents of those yeah. incoming students, they want to know that after four years, mm-hmm. my kid's going to get out of here and get a job. Right. I, I Maybe when you went to yeah. college and when I went to college, yeah. we didn't necessarily yeah. think about that. We thought about getting an education, and then we would worry about getting the yeah. job. So what we are very cognizant of at your college, and this is what I say actually to the parents uh, when I when I uh, meet with them as part of our new summer orientation program, but now as, as part of some of the marketing for the college, the way in which we're talking about this at the college, is that, uh, yes, we too want your child uh, to exit your college <laughs> and have a, get a job. Right. But what I think parents very much understand is that there's a difference between a job and a career. And that when I say this to the parents, I get lots and lots of head nodding because they themselves have had to change jobs within, say, a broad career set. And so they themselves know that it cannot be job training. It cannot be vocational training, that they are sending their student here uh, because they want them to have that broad skill set. So we are pretty careful to talk to the students and the parents, that this is not job training. You can get that elsewhere at a different kind of institution. But if you want to really be prepared for a range of options, both immediately exiting college, but also across the lifespan of your your working life, you are going to have to be flexible and adaptable. And adaptability and flexibility are normally within the top five of what employers say that they want because they have to have employees who are willing as the business changes as the enterprise changes that they have to be willing to do that. I mean, I'm, I also just talk about me. I'm a, I'm, I'm trained in 20th century German history. That's my area. <laughs> you don't and even want to know, I know about me. Exactly. I see. We have the same, it's the same kind Bio- of biology, biology degree. There we go. See, and I encounter that all the time. And I have to do all sorts of things that I never envisioned myself to do. How do I do that? I have that kind of more, um, comprehensive education that enabled me to adapt and be flexible and learn how to learn so that I could do the tasks that this this institution, White York College, was asking me to do. Obviously, this program, the Gen Next, uh, Generation Next program, is in flux, not flux, that, that mm-hmm. wrong word, is, is developing because mm-hmm. it's so new. What's the future? Where do you think mm-hmm. that this is going to go eventually for the, universe, uh, for the college? For college? Yeah, I mean... Yeah, it is in, in flux, and, and that's okay. And, and the reason I say that that is okay is not to make people nervous, you know, oh, they don't know what they're doing. Uh, all systems, all curriculum should be in flux. It should be constantly trying to figure out what it can do better for its students. It should be constantly assessing. There's that word that we are using increasingly in higher education. Uh, that's an external mandate, but it also should just be an internal mandate that we should be asking questions. Are our students, in fact, becoming proficient in the areas that we want them to? Uh, and so I have, we, I, I've been trying, right, to, to emphasize that we're, we're not going to get everything perfect right from the get-go, and that that's, that is okay. And then we will, we have feedback mechanisms where involve faculty in what's working, what's not working. Um, and these have been profoundly, here's where I think actually the direction is going. These are, those discussions with faculty, bringing faculty together 
to discuss the various areas in which their teaching has broken down silos in ways that we never did before. And so I can hear, as a historian, what is being taught in an art class or a music class, or I can hear what's being taught and how they're doing it in a poli-sci class or an economic class. And so we've established some, some standards, some basic kind of expectations for the classes that are in each of the areas of Generation Next, but then also bringing the faculty together to discuss those approaches. That is of great benefit to the students because they are actually getting a much more consistent experience across the curriculum. And having faculty get together and talk about teaching is really powerful because I can borrow ideas and steal ideas from steal. everybody steal yes. ideas from everybody else and they can steal from me and that's all good. And so I think it will greatly enhance the comprehensive experience for the student. Sounds like it is a, a program that is on the on the rise. Yeah. And 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 that and it and it changes what the, the, the college's nature, the nature mm -hmm. of the college. We're, we're a different institution mm -hmm. now than when we were, say, 10 yeah. or 15 years ago. Yes. It, yeah. and, and I'm assuming that was the goal? That was the goal, right, yes. That we, uh, we recognized, one, that our student population was changing, but we also needed to change as well, and that we needed, we needed to, I think, be much more cognizant of what did, and, and really not just cognizant, but really define what we wanted a York College student to be um, versus say, I mean, we are surrounded by lots and lots of other possible institutions. So what is our student and, and how are they then going to become that student uh, via using Generation Next uh, in concert with their major? Dr. Kay McAdams, a history professor here at York College, but also the director of general education. Thank you very much. We appreciate your time. Thank you. WVYC Perspectives is a production of the staff of WVYC. Your College of Pennsylvania owns and operates WVYC, and any and all content is solely the property of your college. Jeffrey Schiffman serves as the executive producer of WVYC Perspectives. WVYC Perspectives can be heard Monday and Friday morning at 10 a.m. on 88.1 FM. Downloads of the WVYC Perspectives podcast are available at the WVYC Podbean site, wvyc.podbean.com. Join us next week for another edition of WVYC Perspectives.